0: These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So, let's dive in. Hey you, welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to be here this afternoon. I had the best weekend ever. I am just feeling so amazing. (laughs) I feel like I'm living my best life ever. And I mean that in a way of like not, my life is not perfect by any means, but I just have learned how to really, really love every moment, the good and the bad, and maybe it's not love the moments, but finding a way to really be all in in life. And it just feels so good. Perhaps there's an episode That I can unpack all of that in. But what I want to talk about today is Chat GPT. So perhaps there's another episode there that I could do about living your best life and what that looks like and what that means to me. But I really spent this weekend just being with my kids. My husband was gone, he was in DC for his business he's an entrepreneur uh, insurance broker he runs his own portfolio and he's on this board of insurance people <laughs> and he went to DC to really advocate for different insurance policies and things like that i am not articulating it probably as well as he would but at the end of the day he's very passionate about protecting people and making sure that people have the right coverage in place this is crazy how many people are are at risk by leveraging the wrong types of insurance or there's just a lot of insurance agents out there that aren't doing right by their clients. So this is not to put a plug in for my husband. He can only even write people in our state, but I'm just so proud of him and the passion that he has for what he does is really incredible. But while he was gone, we kept busy. It hit 80 degrees this weekend and my son, my youngest five-year-old, he got a little bounce house slippy slide thing. It was like commercial sized practically Uh, for his birthday. All the grandparents went in on it and that thing's been sitting in our garage forever. He's been dying to use it and it obviously hasn't been warm enough and this weekend it was warm enough and we had kids in and out of our house dozens of kids at a time. I went through hundreds of dollars of groceries and instead of you know they kept themselves so busy. They were outside just playing. I could have been doing housework or working or you know all the things that we always feel like we should be doing when we have downtime but I sat outside with them. I read a little bit and you know was able to just like observe and watch and laugh with them. Um, My daughter had her friends over one day and I taught them how to play Red Rover, Red Rover and they didn't even know what that was. I was like, how could you not know what Red Rover is? But I just really loved it and being in it with them and feeding them and watching them have so much fun and it was beautiful and I did so many loads of towels (laughs) and I just loved it so much and I know that I'm going to look back on these days and I'm going to be like man I would do anything to have those days back but I feel so certain that I can say like I didn't miss it and I think that I do have some regrets earlier on in my corporate career right I worked so hard and so many long hours oh my gosh I left early I came home late and that's why I left corporate, right? And so as the business grows, I have to keep reminding myself of that because I could keep myself busy all day, every day. I could keep myself busy even in my personal life, making sure, you know, closets are organized or drawers are organized or everything's always perfect. But one thing that I've learned from my past is that you just don't get these moments back and it doesn't matter how messy your house is or how big your to-do list is, these are the moments that matter and it was just a really amazing experience for me to be fully in it and kind of from an outsider looking in, really just proud of myself for being present. So that's a long journey though from there to here and perhaps I'll go deeper on another episode but On a separate, complete, more robotic side of the spectrum, I'm here to talk about chat GPT. I have been totally on a kick about this and I've been talking a lot about it with my clients and I feel like it always comes up now and it's just a part of the conversation and I think I'm probably a little bit behind as far as like AI and talking about it and, and things like that. But you know, sometimes I have to just like figure it out on my own and and figure out, is this something that I want to use? And also, is this something that, you know, I can share and talk about that will be useful for all of you. And I was actually kind of scared to let people know that I was using it because I think there's a large misinterpretation about, um, you know, how to use it or when to use it or how it's being used by other people. But I know that when I, I've just noticed when I talk about how I use it, there's light bulb moments for other people. And I think it could really help you understand what this might look like. So I don't know exactly sort of where they're at as far as like if you can um, purchase it or not. I have a monthly subscription. I think initially when they rolled it out, maybe it was free. But again, I wasn't like a super early adopter. But as soon as I got it, I was just like mind blown. And I joke all the time that like I feel like I'm sort of besties with chat GPT. I feel like I should name it. And depending on the day, I call it a her or a him. I'm not really consistent, but I do talk about it kind of like it's a person. And I legit have conversations with it like it was a person. It's kind of funny. No judgment. (laughs) But what it sort of helped me get out of my head and I want to talk about the different ways that I've used it and how you can also use it to sort of move through some of these specific scenarios. So one of the biggest ways I use it is to get some juices flowing. So we have a co-writing clinic in our programs that every week we provide a space for people to come and create dedicated time to write. And I'll give people a new prompt every week to write about. And I'm like, dang, I wish somebody would give me that prompt every week or even every day. And gbt kind of actually does this. If I am feeling stuck or I'm like I'm not really sure to write about, I literally ask ChatGPT. So, I'll think of a topic or, you know, we all have sort of our core content pillars or the core things that we talk about online or, you know, on our podcast here. And basically, you can give Chat GPT these pillars and you can say, what are some things that I could talk about? And it brainstorms with you. And it's just so incredible. And so it's really not about replacing your human voice. And this is what I ultimately want you to walk away with when we think about how to use it and what to use it for. Throughout all of these scenarios, it's not about replacing your voice and making like... Suppressing your unique brilliance. I'm always a huge proponent of you extracting your brilliance, being able to talk about it in a compelling way. And the only way you can do this is by practicing. And so if you're using ChatGPT to create all of your content, you're missing out on the core purpose. And I have heard that people know when it is written by a robot. And so noting that. It's just being careful about where you're plugging into, but if you think about it sort of as this sounding board of ideas, it you can really get a lot out of it to get you going. If you're like me and every other human, starting is the hardest part. When you sit down to write, it's sort of like just getting in that flow or even getting in that rhythm of having an idea and Outlining that idea. And so that is another way I love to use it is maybe I do have a topic or I want to talk about something, but I don't really know how to move through it in a way that would make sense to my audience. And so I ask ChatGPT to outline it for me. I'm like, what are the core things that you're seeing here? Again, you'll notice how I'm literally talking to it like a human. (laughs) And that's really why I think I get so much use out of it because I'm kind of having conversations with myself almost. And so I'm asking it to sort of do this initial pre-work of outlining. And I don't do this for most content. It's usually when I'm having a hard time extracting an idea and putting it into context. I go through seasons like this. I'm in a huge writer's rut right now. I know why. That's for another episode. But if you also feel similarly and that you are having a harder time kind of getting in the flow or getting those ideas going or having the parts and pieces to a fully flushed out piece of content ChatGPT can move you along again it's not about plugging and playing and like using like replacing your voice but it's to get your own brain moving forward so those are two really good examples that compare together or not right if you need a topic it can give you a topic and if you also need to just flush out your topic a little bit more it can do that the other way that I use it is to help me remove a little bit of the manual process out of some of our, or manual elements out of some of our more manual processes. So, like this podcast, I used to spend a lot of time kind of drafting out the show notes and writing an email for it and while some episodes deserve a more le- like more flushed out, you know, email sequence or piece of content that's promoting the episode, some of them don't. And I kind of gave myself permission to not have to make every promo piece about an episode like super big and amazing. And what ChatGPT has done for me in relation to this podcast is I'll put the show notes into ChatGPT and it helps me create a show note or show notes for that episode. Again, it's rare that I'll ever use anything exactly verbatim. Well, I never have used, you know, everything exactly verbatim from ChatGPT, but it gives me a starting place. And this is, again, the hardest thing to get. Once you have something to respond to and give feedback to, it just becomes more easier right and so if i have a draft of a summary for the podcast i can go in edit it tweak it add my voice add my personality you know add more like finesse it and it just is so much faster the other thing that it also does right is it can give you more of a fully fleshed out piece of content and so i'm like chat gpt write an email that is promoting this podcast episode this is something, again, you can tell it's a little bit more robotic, but the outline is there. Or at least getting me going with an idea. And when you think about producing podcast episodes every week alongside you know daily content for social, emails, Facebook group, etc. It's just a lot. And this is an area where I don't feel like it needs a ton of attention for a podcast episode. Like I just want people to feel compelled to listen to it. And so I'm driving traffic there. So I'm going to be talking about it. And some weeks I'll go into more detail. I'll tell a story. Uh, But other weeks I don't feel like it really needs that. And so this is where I can cut some corners, which is so helpful. And so really thinking about your own processes. Is there a way that ChatGPT could really cut down on that? and really help you move through that process. Especially if you have somebody on your team where English is a second language, they can use ChatGPT to just check reference and talk back to to see like, does this make sense? So powerful. Which also for me, even though English is my first language, what I love to use ChatGPT for, one of my most favorite ways, is to sort of cross-check my thoughts. Okay so hear me out here but one of the things that I talk a lot about is blending the way that you talk, your brilliance, your expertise with more of that common language. So one of my mentors used to tell me like you should be writing copy in third grade language but like I tell my clients like I'm not a third grader. I'm so much smarter than a third grader and I think sometimes we want to attract that higher caliber person, we really want to bring our full brilliance to the market. And so I never want you to feel like you're suppressing that brilliance. However, sometimes we can get into la-la land. Sometimes when we're talking in our expert speak, it can go over the heads of your ideal clients. And so when we match that with more of the compelling language, we have a beautiful blend of something that is fully representative of you and how you talk and, and your voice with the language that your ideal clients resonate with, what they're exactly feeling, what they're thinking, what they're doing. And that is how we create really compelling copy. And so... ChatGPT sometimes helps me do this. When I have a thought or a concept or a method or even just a sentence or something that just feels really out there, I can ask ChatGPT to tell me what it means. And what it's doing is basically it's giving me that robotic version, if you will, the more pared down um, version of this content so I can blend them together and make sure that it fully represents what I know to be true, how I want to speak. But it's also, right, it's also speaking directly to my audience versus like over them. And it's one of my favorite ways to use it for. And it's really cool because sometimes I'll even say, you know, I'll come up with a name or a title or a topic and I'll ask it what it means. And if the definition, if it comes back with something that is not aligned with sort of the, where I was headed with it, it's a good indicator that I might also lose my audience. And so it's a nice little, you know, pulse check, but it also, you can grab language from it and pair them together to create that beautiful blend. So ChatGPT is so good. And you can do things like plug in your, the title of your Masterclass, or the title of your podcast episode and, and say make this more compelling and it will give you different versions. There's just so many cool things that you can do that are not... Using it in the way that I don't feel like it should be used, like replacing your voice or cutting corners where you really need to be writing your own content, but it can enhance the creative process for you. It can enhance that compelling copy for you. It can help you really reflect on your own brain and what you're thinking and match that to something outside of you, which is so helpful sometimes. And so I encourage you to use it and explore it and experiment with it. It's super fun. Sometimes even when I'm just feeling stuck, you know, I'll plop something in there and it gets me going. And sometimes that's all we need. So I hope this was helpful for you. I know for me, um, it's been a game changer and not in the way that people are, you know, talking about is like robots writing your content and things like that. It's really just a part or piece of the overall creative process. So check it out. Have fun with it. And I'll see you next time. Hey, you! Thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs just like you are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinzimackus.com forward slash community. See you there.